Hi, it's Dave. So Tesla just held their Tesla Semi delivery event last night, and they unveiled the Tesla Semi in its full glory, delivering right, their first Tesla Semi units to PepsiCo. In this video, I wanna share a video call interview I did with Mayor Thacker. He is a investment portfolio manager at Zach's Investment Research. We discussed the potential and the possibility of autonomy transforming and disrupting the entire trucking and logistics industries. What changes everything is going to be uh, FSD because if that you know comes to fruition, even if it's not next year or, or even the year after, um, it really doesn't matter. Um, if Tesla solves autonomy, then there is an entirely new industry, which is transportation as a service that's born. And yeah, trucking I mean, would be the biggest beneficiary of that. Yeah, I mean, if, if and when Tesla solves autonomy for say semi trucking will they do you think continue to sell trucks or will they just create their own logistics kind of service <laughs> that's a great question i i don't know um maybe they uh decide to do both um they could start up their own mm -hmm. but they can also do sort of a, a a cost per mile so it's kind of you know very asset light you know in terms of their business model in that way so they can sell the truck for you know the same price say 200,000, 250,000, and then charge, you know, on a per mile basis to use FSD for, you know, their customers. So that could be, yeah. even if they charge 50 cents a mile, that's, you know, more than a 50% reduction in the cost per mile for trucking compared to today. Yeah. I so wonder if, like, yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll do some type of um, subscription model where, with FSD, so let's say you sell the hardware, right, the semi to people, um, and then you have an yearly FSD fee on top of the truck, where you know, let's say it's like ten or twenty thousand dollars a year, you know, for autonomy. Um, it's possibly it could go a lot higher than that too, you know. I mean, um, depends on the usage. But let's say you know Tesla says use it all you want. You know, I think per mile is a little bit restrictive. Or but if it's just a one year you know, yearly annual subscription fee um, that you could tack on to the Tesla Semi, that would be kind of ridiculous, I think, for margins. and <laughs> That would uh, be, profit, yeah. it, gets, it gets nutty. I mean, I just did a basic, yeah. uh, you know, back of the envelope math, but, you know, if they, I, I mean, I just did it based on the, on the per mile usage, but yeah, you could do it on a subscription basis as well. But, you know, uh, just assuming that Tesla takes 25% market share, uh, and if they charge 50 cents per mile uh, and you assume no changes to how many miles trucks log currently, which by the way, yeah. that would be a very conservative assumption too, because if you suddenly chop the cost of trucking in half, uh, I think that yeah. would you know, boost usage significantly. Um, you may even start to step on the toes of rail um, in certain edge cases. Um, and so, you know, just assuming that 25% market share, no changes in the total amount of miles that trucks log each year, uh, that's, you know, operating profit of, you know, north of $18 billion per year. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you, I mean, if you, you know, if you just compare that to what Tesla's, yeah. Tesla did over the past four quarters, that's, you know, 50% more than the entire company's yeah. operating profit last year. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's different, it, it seems like there's different interesting layers on, uh, of this, which is you've got the Tesla Semi itself, the hardware, uh, but you've got this interim period where they don't have autonomy solved for that. So 
they're going to sell the vehicle, but it's not really maximizing the full potential, right, of, of what's there, right? The full potential is the semis driving by themselves, right, and how Tesla can participate in that value creation, right? And um, so you've got the hardware. I think the hardware in and of itself will do well. I think the federal tax credit is going to be a big thing. Um, I think they'll sell a lot as much as they can ramp. It'll take time. I think the autonomy piece is interesting. You add it on, you tack on a monthly or yearly or per mile. My hunch is I think yearly would be more easier, but you get massive amounts of just, you know, profit basically because all the all this revenue just goes straight down into profits um mm -hmm. and then you've got kind of this expansion possibility of going into um medium uh commercial vehicles you have kind of the uh, a tesla van you have you know maybe smaller kind of uh, media or smaller trucks than a semi right for other countries so you expand that and then you add on another layer on top of all this which is Tesla can add, can do logistics, right? They can create their own type of point A to point B service um, and run that. And then you have the Optimus robot, which could do last foot delivery, which no other potential, you know, people could do um, hypothetically at, at that time. And if you have last foot delivery, then you've got this logistics service that I don't know who can compete with, right? Because you could ship from point A all the way to a person's door autonomously without humans. That seems to be probably the biggest transformation in like delivery history, you know, next to the, yeah. the post office, whatever, when it was created. It just seems crazy. And if Tesla can participate in each of those layers, right, and accrue value, it just seems like it's an immense amount of, of profit going forward. And I don't think many people are really um, aware of, of the potential. I think, I, I mean, you can uh, kind of expand on that, but I, I'm assuming that's why you're a super fan of the, the semi, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it, you know it, it's just because um, you know trucking is just you know embedded in every major economy, and it without trucking there can be no commerce, um, especially for large you know countries. And so you know, and this is the first sort of product that can actually trigger deflation too. So even aside from autonomy, um, you know the benefits of the semi are, are so great that I think, you know, companies will realize an ROI on their investment immediately. Um, you know, just apart from, you know, the, uh, you know, cost, you know, the savings and fuel costs, right. Cause electricity is most likely going to be cheaper than diesel. Um, but you know, the maintenance costs, the ongoing depreciation, um, you know, this, these, the motors that they, that they showed um, in the event last night, just incredible that you can actually, carry it, you know, uh, and that motor has the power to haul, you know, 80,000 pounds, you know, so these motors, you know, could potentially last for a long time, you know, uh, so, you know, the cost of maintenance is also another calculation that all trucking companies do. And lastly, you know, unlike Tesla's other vehicles, um, you're in the SUV and car market, and especially in the pickup truck market, um, brand loyalty is very powerful, um, especially for pickup trucks. But brand loyalty in the trucking industry, I don't think is as you know big, because for for companies that buy these trucks, they're not going based on brand unless if it means that it's reliable for them. They're going 
add it based on you know what is going to be the best you know cost per mile. Yeah. And so if they can see that you know, and that's this is why this you know um, this test with Pepsi is so important as well as others is because if they can actually see real world data that Pepsi realizes that look, we used to pay a dollar forty per mile total cost, and now we're paying a dollar per mile or a dollar ten per mile. That's a significant yeah. percentage if you apply that across, you know, a billion miles that they probably log each year. Yeah, you know, for a company yeah, like Pepsi. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, um, Jerome Guillen, who used to lead the program, um, um, a few years ago, um, uh, I was I, I was hearing him speak or just talk with some investors, and he was saying how the trucking industry he likes it a lot because it's so numbers driven. It's a spreadsheet driven and it's very straightforward. And I think if Tesla can prove, it's one thing about Tesla showing their own spreadsheets about how much it costs and what it does, right? But it's another thing is saying here is a real life real world example with Tesla and air trucks and what they've experienced, what's their all-in cost, what their cost per mile is, maintenance, all this stuff over a year period and compare it to their existing fleets. Then it's like, I don't know how you know, if it's a compelling case, which I really, I, I mean, I don't see how it's not going to be compelling. But if it's a compelling case, then like it's going to sell itself, right? I mean, <laughs> there's, there's yeah. the numbers speak themselves, right? People are running a business, right? Logistics, um, and it's all about the numbers. So yeah, it's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, and it's also a part of the mission. Like you know, again, mm-hmm. you know, the Tesla Semi. You know, even though I'm a massive fan of it, I, I admit that it's probably not going to be the biggest um, profit driver. For the company, at least for the foreseeable future, um, but that changes the moment that there's autonomy. So I, yeah. I personally believe that if they solve FSD, and if it works equally as well on the semi as it does on every other vehicle, um, I believe I'm alone on this one. Um, but I think that the the Tesla semi can be Tesla's number two uh, gross profit program beyond uh after the you know model three model y model q uh you know compact car um mm-hmm. beyond behind that that's going to be their number one profit driver but mm-hmm. i think the tesla semi will be even more profitable than the Cybertruck um because mm-hmm. of you know it's you know wide scale commercial application um yeah definitely even more than semi even more than pickup trucks yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 interesting because I think um, you've got this wide open market, which is not just the semi market, heavy duty and medium, but also with vans and delivery, the whole entire logistics, freight and hauling industry. Um, so much of it is is costs of of human uh, labor and and time spent. And if you take that out. Um, but not just take it out, you're replace you're actually taking out gas too, you know, um, and replacing it with cheaper electricity costs, lower maintenance costs, right, with electric powertrains. Um, there's like massive potential for a complete disruption of the entire logistics supply ch- or chain, right? Um, yeah. And it's uh, and it's starting, right? I mean, it's it's going to be a slow start the first few years, right? But once autonomy kicks in, like as you're saying, it's it's a game changer. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, and this, is, this is going to be cheered across industries for the first time. The only losers are, you know, oil companies and, um, 
you know, the existing, you know, legacy truck manufacturers. So those are the only two sort of casualties, but then the beneficiaries are everybody else, including the consumer. Um, so I think this will provide, yeah. you know, Kathy Wood talks about this a lot. Uh, this is a deflationary product for the entire economy. You know, if the entire economy runs on electrified yeah. or all electric trucks, that would be uh, an incredible uh, deflationary force on the supply chain from top yeah, to bottom. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you have price because every, if, if every product, you know, the shipping logistics cost is, is, a, is a good amount of that product cost. But if you can drop that significantly, um, demand will go up because, you know, products are cheaper. I think there is a, um, a big class of people who have big exposure and that's uh, just the current truck drivers. You know, I think the quicker the transformation to autonomy happens with trucking, it could you know, potentially, you know, have a lot of harm. But on the flip side, Tesla is one company and they're going to take a long time to scale, you know, to take over the entire trucking industry. So I think it's going to be a drawn out many, many year process because Tesla just doesn't have the capacity to, you know, whip out, you know, whatever a million cars in one or a million trucks in one year. So it, there will be a great amount of of warning over many years, right? Meaning even after five or 10 years, like Tesla still is gonna be in the early stages of ramping. I mean, they'll have more and more trucks obviously, but um, the global trucking industry is so huge. I think people will be able to uh, see it coming, you know, and, and yeah. prepare and transition. And so that's, yeah, um, that's hopeful. Yeah, and they already do. There, there are electric semi trucks out there already. Um, none of them are anywhere close to the specs that the Tesla semi has. Um, but you know, that's their, you know, version one and I'm sure there'll be a version two yeah. and, you know, afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and link to your, um, Twitter, uh, profile in your, in the video description below and yeah, have a great weekend and yeah, we'll talk again soon. Thanks Dave. Yeah.